Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Tell me something, ladies. Have you remembered to place Kroger quality beef at the very top of today's shopping list? Well, don't forget it. Because Kroger quality beef is a perfect main dish for vigorous appetites these winter days. Yes, you'll very definitely want to treat your family to a delicious Kroger quality beef steak or roast. And what a grand treat it'll be. Kroger quality beef is tasty and tender and brimming with flavorful rich juices. And you get all that wonderful goodness because Kroger quality beef is carefully selected from the very best beef available on the market today. Another thing... Kroger quality beef is priced for downright economy. It's a thrifty buy, a tasty buy. And you'll want to take advantage of it just as soon as you can. So don't delay. Visit your Kroger store and get Kroger quality beef. Remember, it's an exclusive Kroger feature. The only place you can buy Kroger quality beef is at your Kroger store. And don't forget this. Kroger quality beef is the very best beef available on the market today. Be sure to get some soon as you can. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Penny Gibbs' job with Carrie Carlton has everyone mystified. She absolutely refuses to tell what kind of work she's doing. And Madeline Dodge has told Professor Rogers that Penny's job will get her in serious trouble but that Penny cannot quit. Next morning at Penny's, the doorbell rings, and young Nora Williams, who was near the door, says... I'll get it, Miss Gibbs. Oh, will you, Nora? Thank you. Who is it, Nora? No one, Miss Gibbs, just the mailman. He left a letter in the box. Anything important? I don't know, Miss Gibbs. It's for you, though. Thanks, Nora. It can't be anything important, I don't think. It's probably just a bill. Oh... Oh, it's a letter from Johnny. Mr. Keith? Yeah, it's postmarked Los Angeles. Oh, I guess he's still in California. Oh, I hope he feels better now. It was awfully sad when his wife died, wasn't it? Yes, it was, Nora. Well, um, let's see what he has to say. Oh, Miss Gibbs, I didn't mean you should read it to me. Oh, no, it's all right, Nora. Johnny wouldn't write anything that wasn't for anybody to hear. Besides, I'm sure you're interested in knowing if he feels better. Oh, yes, I am. He's such a nice man. And awfully handsome, too. Mm -hmm. Don't you think he's just super handsome, Miss Gibbs? (laughs) Well, I'd rather say he's good-looking, Nora. Even more super-looking than Professor Rogers? Well, it's kind of hard to compare their looks. They're different types. (laughs) You mean just haven't decided which one? Nora, we won't go into it. I'm sorry, Miss Gibbs. (laughs) Oh, no. What does Mr. Keith say? Well, now, let's see. He says, uh, dear Penny... I'm enjoying my second week in Southern California and feeling a lot better than when I left Rossville. Hundreds of miles and thousands of years ago. Everything about the trip from Rossville to Arizona, even Alice's death and all that followed, seems ages ago, and I think that's good. I guess that is good, isn't it, Miss Gibbs? Oh, it's the most wonderful thing in the world, Nora, to be able to forget. Life would be very difficult for a lot of people if pain and unpleasantness weren't easily and completely forgotten. But do we forget good things just as easily? No, Nora. That's the strangest thing about memory. It's like a... Oh, kind of a sifter or a shield. Perforated like a sieve. 
everything that happens to us passes into our memory. Yet the unpleasant things pass through. Only the happy things, the good things, the joyous things remain. You know, that's funny. It's a blessing, Nora. God was very good to us. He couldn't save us from pain and suffering for some reason or other, but he made up for it with his precious gift of forgetfulness. Well, um, let's get on with Johnny's letter, shall we? Oh, yes. Now, let's see where it was. Oh, ages and ages ago, and I think that's good. I'll be coming home one of these days and be coming home a far different Johnny Keith than I was when I left. Strange how you'll never follow advice when it's given to you or take stock in what other people tell you from their own experiences. Guess you have to go through things yourself. What does he mean, Miss Gibbs? Well, I think that's coming, Nora. Now, let's see. He goes on to say, um, I've been told a thousand times that everything, no matter how unpleasant, happens for the best. But I never knew it until just now. And I've been told that every experience, however unpleasant, is a worthwhile experience, adding immeasurable depth to understanding. My experience with Alice, sad as it was, has changed me, Penny. But changed me for the better, I know. Perhaps that's why I married Alice and why she died. Who knows? Golly. It's very possibly true, Nora. It might be very true. There's just one more paragraph here. He, he says, uh, When I come home, Penny, and I'll be coming home very soon, I'm going to pitch into my work and make Jed proud of the Billings Construction Company. And I'm going to play just as hard as I work and laugh hard, too, and have fun. I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me, especially you. And I don't want anyone telling me there isn't an exciting future ahead for me, especially you. And I want to see my old friends again, go places with them, have a good time with them, and with you especially. Alice would want it that way. You and I have no right to deny her what she wanted more than anything in the world. My happiness and yours. Penny, I want... You don't have to read the rest, Miss Gibbs. Well, the rest is, is nothing, Nora. It's, it's, um, nothing important. Oh, crickets, I think it's just super that he's coming back and isn't going to be sad. It is wonderful. He's a very special friend of yours, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, I've known Johnny a long time. Longer than Professor Rogers? Yep, a great deal longer. Years, in fact. Well, then why did... Oh, crickets, I'm asking too many questions. Oh, for the moment, Nora. Maybe some other time I'll tell you all about it. Oh, you don't have to tell me anything, Miss Gibbs. But you are happy that Mr. Keith is coming back to Rossville, aren't you? Yes, Nora, I'm very happy. Things will be the same again. At least almost the same. You know, they say that nothing that's past is ever the same again when you go back to it. It isn't? Why not? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's the same, but the people who go back to it have changed. Hmm. You know that we're changing all the time, don't you, Nora? I think I'm the same as I've always been. Oh, you just think so, darling, but you're not. Everything you do and see or hear or come into contact with in any way changes you, makes you different. That's what Johnny meant, Nora, when he said he was going through all this. At least what Alice has said, made him a different person than he was before. Oh. 
This experience is something new. It's left a mark on him, and he'll carry that mark for life. Oh, crickets living gets to be a scary thing when you think about it, doesn't it? Yeah, but don't let it frighten you, Nora. Be smart. Don't think about it. Avoid what you can in life. It's unpleasant, but don't be afraid to face unpleasantness. It's part of living, Nora. Maybe in some ways the best part. I'm beginning to talk like an old woman. What started us on this? I don't know, Miss Gibbs, but I don't think I'm going to go right to sleep tonight. When I get deep thoughts, I just can't close my eyes at night. I get scared of what I'm thinking. Think about something pleasant when you can't go to sleep, darling. You'll drop off easily. Is that what you do? Mm Mm-hmm, very often. Gee, when you lie awake at night, Miss Gibbs, do you think about things that scare you, too? Everyone does, Nora. What do you think about? Oh, lots of things. Problems, mostly. What? Problem. Oh, my job, the baby getting sick, and even silly things like growing older. Golly, Miss Gibbs, is it silly to worry about getting older? I think growing old is the most ridiculous thing in the world to worry about, Nora. Because what can we do about it? Hmm. We're just getting older sitting here talking about it. And is there anything unpleasant about it? No, there isn't. Nothing at all. Well, I want to be a little older. Say... 21 or maybe 22 or 23, but that's where I want to stop. No, you don't, Nora, because people who are, oh, three times as old as you and I have told me the best years of your life aren't in the teens or the 20s, but in the 30s and 40s and 50s, many years beyond that. Oh, Crickets, I hope they're right, because I'm having so much fun now, I'll be simply delirious when I'm 100. (laughs) Oh, I hope you are, Nora, I do hope that. Oh, there's the doorbell, Miss Gibbs. Oh, Excuse I'll get me. it, darling. It's all right. All right. Good morning, Miss Gibbs. Well, good morning, Professor Rogers. Come in. Thank you. Why, you look very handsome this morning. Uh, I do? You know you do. Don't you think the professor's especially handsome this morning, Nora? Oh, crickets, Miss Gibbs. It's not fair to ask me questions like that. Well, don't answer questions like that, young lady. At least don't answer the one just given to you. Oh, thank you, Professor Rogers. <laughs> thank you. And how is young Miss Williams this morning? Oh, just super, Professor. But um, if you'll excuse me, please, it's uh, almost time to uh, bathe the baby, I think. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at, Miss Gibbs? Nora, the baby isn't to be bathed for hours yet. She isn't? Mm-mm. Well, then, why did our friend Miss Williams... Oh, run? Professor Rogers, you'll never learn anything outside of a classroom, will you? Come on in, sit down. Oh, well, thanks, I will. I have something I want to talk over with you. Oh, golly, you sound serious. I am serious. You're sure that it isn't, uh, maybe you just think it's serious? Well, you can judge for yourself. Oh, it does sound bad. I think it is. Then I'll sit right there and listen, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Well, first of all, I was out with Madeline Dodge last night. She knows you're working for Carrie Carlton. Well, that doesn't surprise me, Professor. After all, the Carlton Mansion is right next to the Dodge home. Yes, I realize that. But Miss Dodge told me something about your job I didn't like. Does she know anything about my job? Well, she knows it can mean trouble for you, Miss Gibbs, and that you're already so deeply involved in whatever you're doing for Mrs. Carlton that when trouble comes, you won't be able to avoid it. I think Miss Dodge was just being playful, Professor. Well... Let me finish, Miss Gibbs. I thought perhaps Miss Dodge was just trying to annoy me, too. Until this morning, when I had a visitor. A visitor? Yes. 
A big, heavy set man, over six feet tall, broad shoulders, heavy black mustache, heavy glasses, spoke with a slight accent. Well, what does the visitor have to do with me? Evidently a great deal. He asked a thousand questions about you. What kind of questions? Oh, who your friends are, what you do, where you work, how much you make, where you go in your spare time, what you like to do for relaxation, and some even more personal. Who was he, Professor? I don't know. He gave me the name uh, Jack Alwyn, but I, I'm sure it's not his right name. You uh, didn't answer any of his questions, did you? I certainly did not. Well, that's good. Miss Gibbs, you... You know the man? No. But you know why he was asking all those questions about you? Yes, I do. Well, why, Miss Gibbs? Why did he want to know about you? What's it mean? It means, Professor Rogers, that our friend Miss Dodge is right. Apparently, I am in trouble. And I've gone much too far in my job to leave it now. Without getting others in trouble, too. What kind of trouble is Penny in? Who was the man asking questions about her? Why is Penny in trouble? And why will others be in trouble, too, if Penny quits her mysterious job? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Say, Mother, don't wrinkle your forehead like that. Why, it's easy to choose a main dinner dish for tonight everyone will enjoy. Serve beef, Kroger quality beef, and you'll find your evening meal has plenty of eye appeal and taste appeal for that family of yours. It's delicious, it's tender, it's juicy, and it's bound to be a wonderful treat for you and your family. Watch how delighted your folks are when they see what's on the menu, for beef is almost everybody's favorite meat. Yes, lady, you can forget your what-to-have-for-dinner blues and serve your family's favorite cut of Kroger-quality beef. Visit your Kroger store and get Kroger-quality beef the way you like it best. And remember this, Kroger-quality beef is the best beef you can get right now. Buy Kroger-quality beef with confidence at your neighborhood Kroger store. Now your local announcer. <laughs> 